0: Hello, welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor. We have another segment of Real Talk with Corey from Inspire. And today we're going to be talking about how to finish strong. And it's very relevant to Corey in the moment because she has been working on a book and she is nearing the end of it. And what I have found in my experience is that a lot of times we get to where we are so close and then we quit. And we never get to come to the having the harvest or the fruit of all the effort that we put in prior to it. And so many times what I want to bring up before I turn this over to Corey is I have found that many times it's there's something that needs to shift and change for us to be able to get to that next place. So whenever we get close to making a shift, to completing something, to stepping into that next level. Then we have all kinds of opposition that comes upon us, and we have to overcome that. And part of that is we are letting go of who we were, and we are moving into becoming something new, and it is a process. And so we have to expect that there is gonna be opposition when we get this close to the end of something. And that's why we wanna talk about finishing strong, so we can talk about how do you break through to the other side, to get it done, to achieve, to progress, to up level your life. And I know that you want that for you. We want that for us. So let's talk about this. And hopefully this will help you to have the breakthrough that you've been needing. So Corey, I know that you have done some research and just from your own experiences. And I think that our experiences share more than anything. And so tell me, what what are you thinking? Where should we start with this?
1: Girl, I'm in the opposition right now. (laughs) That's that's the one thing that stood out. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in opposition. I'm at the end of a process. And I am, like you said, I am waiting for a shift (laughs) so I can get it finished. And it's just like, why is this so hard? Why is it so hard? You know, and it's hard because it's boring. That's part of it. So at the beginning of things, it's fun, you know, and that's why all of us are so good at starting things because it's like, yeah, this is awesome. I'm going to do this thing because you're thinking about the end result and you're not thinking about what's the, what the process is going to be. And you're, you don't know anything that you're going to come up against. So you're just like, this is going to be so awesome. So when you do a new thing, it's really fun in the beginning and you're like, Oh, I'm in the, the middle of it. And, um, even the middle wasn't hard now that I'm at the end, it's, it's becoming more challenging. And I realized this morning when I was taking notes for this, I thought, okay, I need to break it up some because I'm pressuring myself and it's taking longer than I thought. So that's creating more pressure, which is causing me to be unhappy. And I'm getting in that resistance, you know, area. So my brain is just like, resisting everything so it's not flowing yeah um so what I'm doing now is instead of you know working on it four hours a day I'm just gonna work one hour a day because I have to break it up so I'm not it's it, it's stealing my life right now this book is, <laughs> is literally stealing my life that's how I felt last week yeah. so you know it's just a pain and like I said I have too much in it I'm not gonna quit um I'm definitely not quitting but I I understand that feeling of just wanting to just go, you know what? I don't really have to do this. Who cares? And I think we all get to that with a lot of things. Like I don't have to do this.
0: Yeah. And, and so there's two veins to that because it can either be like, I'm going to give myself the app out and quit because I don't have to. And you talk yourself out of it. Like, Oh, I was crazy. Right. Being- that it was possible or there's the other side of that where it's like I have to finish because I told everyone I was doing this and now your <laughs> ego is like ahead of you and you're like I, have to. I don't even want to anymore but I'm I I not a quitter <laughs> yeah and now I don't want to look like a fool I don't want to look stupid so my ego is like revved up to yes. to. try to, and so that's when that pushing energy comes in and I was even thinking about when you're in that um, where you said I had to kind of back off and give myself some space because it's like, you're choking it out. Like you're choking out all the goodness you're choking, mm-hmm. you're, you're just forcing it so hard that it's just like, there's no life and breath and beauty to it anymore. It's just, choked just out.
1: grinding it out. Yeah. Like I'm going to do this no matter what.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And so I thought not result that. in good work, by the way. When you're in a creative process, it, it shows. Right. When your heart isn't in it. It shows. I agree. I agree. Yeah.
0: So um so we we definitely know like when we get there, um, so we can kind of back up a little bit and talk about like what are some of the things that we've maybe you're in this now, you haven't finished it, but what about some of the other things in the past? that you have finished that, you know, like I can now look back and I completed that. I got to the end line. I got the fruits of that. And so what were the things that I did in that time that right. can, now maybe I can tap into to get to the end
1: on this one? What are some of those? Things? Well, it's interesting. You should say that because the one thing that has been keeping me in it and keeping me motivated is how I felt when I published the last one in mm. the first one I wrote was, was really short. It was just an essay, you know, it's more like an essay. And in fact, I tried to order it in a paperback and I couldn't cause not enough pages. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, well, I don't care, you know, it kind of hurt my feelings, but at the same time, yeah. it was an accomplishment. Like just print it out. <laughs> right. I'll just print it out and staple it. But it was, it was, so rewarding when I got it finished and I didn't anticipate I I basically I I completely underestimated how it would feel to complete it and actually publish it because I was again I was in the grind of editing editing it and editing it and editing it and editing it and when I got it done I just was on cloud nine and so I know that feeling and this feeling will be even bigger And better because this is a bigger book and it's, I've put more time into it. So that little thing is keeping me going, helping me do hard things because, you know, we all have to do hard things and we're equipped to do hard things. Yeah. But when you're in it, you sometimes forget what it feels like to be, to finish, you know,
0: be victorious, To be victorious. Right. And the victory is the most amazing feeling Right. So I love that. So we can focus on um, knowing that there is a victory ahead. So focus on that. I love that. Right. Um, What are some other things that you learned through? Well, I wrote
1: down um, finishing equals reward, and that equals a success. So it's like that success. You know, success breeds success. So having that feeling is what provides the momentum for you to do the next thing. Yeah. So you have to start somewhere. So if you do a little thing and you feel great about it, that prompts you to do something else. And if you don't finish something, you're not going to level up. So, you know, you can start a bunch of things and start a bunch of things and just continue to do that. But the, the result, that successful result, is really what's going to take you to the next point in your life. Like you said, you're, we're all becoming something new and growing and, and you're cheating yourself out of that. If you're not finishing.
0: Yeah. Or, or being faithful to finish the small things. Right. And and so, and having the quick wins too, because I like how you said that is when I first started, I didn't start with the big project. I started with a small project so that I could feel accomplished. And I think that that's really important. I know that so many times, because I'm such a big visionary I will try to bite off something that is so big and is like really something that takes years and years and years to make happen. But if you have something that the only payout is five years down the road, or you may not even have known when you started that it might take five years, but now it's become evident that it is going to take some time for it to grow and, and become what it needs to be. Then, what are your wins in between? because you need some wins in between to keep moving right. toward the long term right.
1: and I see that a lot what you were saying like you know you take on this huge project and you get excited about it, not you specifically, but just all of us do this. Mm-hmm. We read about something or we get some um amazing idea, and we want to do it, and we want overnight success with it and that is a recipe for disaster <laughs> mm-hmm. because I I see people do that all the time and people do it with weight loss all the time. They're all or nothing. They're like, I'm going to lose hundred pounds. This is it. I'm never going to eat badly again. Like my life has changed forever and it doesn't work that way because everything you set out to do is, is more of a series of, you know, a few steps forward, a step back, a few steps forward, a couple steps back. You know, sometimes you slip all the way back down the hill trying to start something. So that's really what it's like. And that's not a bad thing. You have to look at it more as a, um, the big picture of, you know, I'm doing something new and no, I didn't completely change my eating habits for life, but I learned that I liked this food that I didn't know I liked. So everything is a journey. And if you'll look at it as more of a journey and not a failure, you know, when you set out for things, then you will have more success.
0: Absolutely. Totally. I actually had that in my notes about like enjoying the journey because, Sometimes we think that the whole journey needs to be hard, and that's the price that you're paying to get to the win. And so you're just trying to trudge through the hard instead of taking time to create those quick wins, to celebrate the things that you have accomplished, to allow yourself to become and build character along the way, because it's not even really that end thing that you want. The vision is going to carry you and it's going to keep you in a direction of where you need to be going, but it's actually what you are going through that is helping you to become so that you are even prepared to right, for more and and what's next. Because maybe the vision that you hold right now, it's a direction, but maybe once you get there, there's going to be more. Right. And that's how I
1: felt with the book. It's like, Oh, I'm not even enjoying this anymore. So what am I doing? you know, it's like, I want to enjoy my life every day. So when I start getting in a funk, when I'm not enjoying my life and I work for myself, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's no one to blame, you know, but me. So it's like, wait a second. I'm, I'm, I'm getting out of alignment. Something's not quite right.
0: Yeah. Checking in. And yeah. so that's what happens to me too. So I always ask myself, and I think we've talked about this before, but like, how can I make this easier? What can I do to make this easier? Can I ask for help? Can I skip this and come back to it? Can I do something else that I want to do more right now that can still move me forward but gives me a break? Um, you know, or like we, when we were just talking off our recording time, you had said that you were feeling like, a, you know, that pushing and that not, it didn't feel fun. And so you just like backed way off and you just kind of like, I'm just taking some time off. And and then once you do that, when you stop pushing and you let go, then all of a sudden, then the creativity starts to flow again, or maybe, um, a way to do it. That's different. That feels more fun that still can get you there, but it's maybe, maybe you're doing it. And this is something I have in here. You're doing it a particular way because that's the only way you've seen it modeled from someone else, or it's the only way you knew at the time.
1: Right. We get an idea in our head and we think that is the only way to go. Right. and you start working on that idea, I have a part of my book like that. And I worked on it and I worked on it and I I rewrote it several times and I got it just how I wanted. And I could not figure out how to work it into the book. (laughs) And I was so frustrated and I just was like, really, really working on that. And I took a walk. I said, okay, like, I don't know. I'm going to take, you know, I took what I call my work, my quarantine walk. And, um, I came back and I was like, this doesn't even go with the book. Like this doesn't even stay true to the message that I'm trying to, you know, convey to the reader. So I just deleted the whole thing, but it's like, oh, that wasn't important, but I thought it was. Or it could be its own thing. Exactly. I (laughs) saved it. You know, I saved it. It was good work, but it was just like I was forcing it. It's like you have tunnel vision. You think, this is it. This is what I'm doing. And then that's what we were talking about. Like, you really do get out of what I call God's rhythm for your life. It's like God is going, hey, I have an idea. (laughs) And your ego is like, no, I am doing it my way. This is what I'm doing. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work.
0: um, being explained in a way of like, you're, you're rowing upstream. Whereas if you just allow the current of what God has created you for, what he's provided for you, what his way is better, he has a better view Mm -hmm. than you. And so, um, if we just stop rowing up current in our own stubbornness and, and trying to do in our own strength, in our own way, and just get back into rhythm with God right. of like, okay, Lord, like I'm surrendering. Like, what do you wh- give me what it is that I need right now? And that right. has been a big, huge problem for me. I'm always growing upstream. And I think that a big part of it is the habits that I created as a young person and growing up. And, and what I saw modeled for me was like, it had to be hard if it isn't hard, you aren't working hard enough, you know, right. and you're and, not
1: trying, right,
0: right. And, and you're not pushing yourself. So if you're not pushing yourself, you can't possibly grow. But actually pushing is normally a sign that you're not in alignment. And this right. is one of the things that I find gets us out of alignment. And that is comparison.
1: Mm. And yeah. so the comparison uh, is nasty.
0: Oh, so nasty! But we all do it because we're oh, all yeah. trying to look for evidence outside of us that are we on the right track? Are we doing it right? Well, they, what did mm-hmm. they do? You know what are they right. doing? And and normally it's best to just kind of keep your nose and just keep in flow with God, you and God, you and God, you, you right. start trying to look at the other people swimming past you or whatever. Right. <laughs> what are they doing? What kind of boat yeah. do they have? Like I wanna yeah. I want in on that. So I thought for comparing it distracts you. It it, it discourages you, and many times it makes you feel like you're behind.
1: Yeah, and you know, unfortunately, we are in a time in history where we have so many distractions. And um, that throws you off because you start thinking, oh, maybe I should have done it that way. Oh, she's successful. Oh, I like that. Maybe I should do that. So we're constantly, all this information, we're just bombarded with information and our brain has to sort all that out and decide what's important. And you're right. It's far better to focus on your own tasks and do your own thing and let the majority of that stuff just slide by. But it's hard. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard. It's like distracted by pretty things all day long on the internet you know, social media and websites and lots of different posts. And it's, it, um, and you're comparing yourself. Yeah. And it's
0: such a waste of time because it's apples and oranges. Like you're trying to compare yourself to somebody else's walk and their life and their talents and everything that they are. And even if you did exactly what they do, doesn't mean you're going to get a similar result because you, you know, This was a really good analogy that I came across that it was in, in, um, first Samuel 1739. And it's the story about how David is supposed to go fight Goliath and Saul gives him his armor and gives him his armor to put on, to go fight, because that was Saul being a very strong, big man where David was just a, a weak boy, but he ends up shedding Saul's armor. And because it was too lumbersome, he couldn't like move mm-hmm. in it. And of course we know David ends up slaying Goliath with the stone. And it was because he didn't have on, he took off Saul's armor that he was trying to like, be like Saul and do it in right. a way like Saul. That wasn't the way that he was knitted together and called to, to do it. And right. so I think that- Perfect so often, example.
1: Yeah. And okay. you have no idea what- another person went through to get where they are.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You have no yeah.
1: idea the sacrifice or the time. And that's, we see the highlight reel of people's lives a lot. And so we're comparing ourselves to their best moments.
0: Yeah. Oh, and
1: yeah, all the time. And that can be a huge distraction and keep you from finishing because you're just like, you're off course. <laughs> you know, you're constantly like, ooh, there's a detour. You know, I think I want to get off right there. And oh. yeah, it's a huge waste of time and all energy. It's like you only have so much energy in a day. So you have to be careful how you spend it.
0: Absolutely. And yeah. yeah, And, and also we just get in habits of getting distracted or a habit of of quitting or talking yourself out of it, like a habit of letting those thoughts start to come in and then they start to grow stronger. And then you start saying it and you start speaking your doubts and you start tearing down the very house that you're trying to build. Right. That has been like something that I do all the time, right? When it discouragement starts to hit me and it normally starts with me taking my eyes off of what I'm doing and and my connection to what God's telling me to do, and my obedience, I start looking at other people, then that gets my thoughts going, and then that gets my voice going, and I start speaking negativity into my life, and I start destroying the very thing that I've been spending all this energy trying to build.
1: And I want to write a book about self-talk. That's one of my book ideas, and I'm going to call it Girl, What Are You Talking About? <laughs> because honestly, yeah, we all do it. And yeah. we, I like, once you become more self-aware, you hear these things, you know, yeah. but it's like, whoa, I was such a negative person. What, like, where did I get all these concepts for? But it, it's a habit. It's yeah. part DNA and it's part habit. It's part learned. It's, it's complicated. And, um, yeah, so we should, we
0: could actually do like an episode about that. I think it would be definitely really good because there's no talk is huge to that. I mean, we, we, won't even get into it. Cause I could just be, I could get off on a
1: it. Yeah. Your opinion of yourself is so important. Oh,
0: oh my goodness. Yes. It's everything. Yes. I've definitely talked about that before. Um, so let's see. I, I wanted, I was just seeing anything that I had is like, what are some other little tactics that you found like necessary pieces that had to be there for you to have your victory in the past? What are some things that you tapped into or did, or you know were present that if those weren't there, you wouldn't have had the victory?
1: Um, You know, people pop up at the right time, I have found. So sometimes, for me, it's like a key phrase or a key something that I will hear from a person or a movie or a sermon or a podcast, but you know, there's, there's these, these little key phrases that stick with you. And, um, I think think there's just a guidepost. They are. Yeah. And they're like, Ooh, Hmm. So I think, um, you know, encouragement from others confiding in others is a big deal for me. Um, sometimes you just have to get out of your own head. Mm. So, talking i was actually looking forward to this because i was like i'll learn something just talking mm-hmm. because um you know the answers we all know the answers but um when we're not asking the right questions sometimes it doesn't come to us so it's like having conversation and and that's that's scientifically proven that women solve problems by talking so you know talking to a friend talking to my mom talking to my daughter those things help me a lot so when you get stuck sometimes you know that's a huge piece of the puzzle for me. Journaling is a huge piece of the puzzle for me. Um, letting go is instrumental. Just stopping. Just stop. Yeah. I wrote a post about that the other day. Just stop. You know. Yeah, I love that. Um,
0: really one of the things that I think is really important that I learned about leaving margin. In yes,
1: your I love that when you taught me that.
0: Taking the Sabbath you know, like I just was listening. Oh, if you guys have not ever watched the chosen it's Mm -hmm. on YouTube for free right now. And it's in its first season, they're making the second season and it's the life of Christ, um, and his disciples and so much truth and just like reminding you like about truths. But, um, they talked a lot about like obeying the Sabbath that it was mm-hmm. not. And I was reading about it and it was that God gave that for man. He did not give that for you to have to honor him for it. It's about you and what you need mm-hmm. as a person. Right. And we rest. Yeah. we <laughs> rest. Right. And, and again, we need that rest to be able to receive the ideas, to make sure mm-hmm. that we stay in rhythm, to, right. to give us that, time that we need to renew and to um, uh, allow and yeah. stop pushing because right. if you keep pushing and you stay in this constant state of pushing then it's it's easy to um, stay in that habit of that but if you right and if you're
1: it- not if you're not careful that'll be your whole life of you pushing yeah and being out of flow out of out of that allowance. And it'll keep you from doing, being productive and doing things. And it'll keep you from thinking that you can, because you're trying to control the whole process and you're just fighting, you're fighting yourself every step of the way. And it's like, you know, they say like, you know, a good day becomes a good week, good week, you know, can become a good month, a good month, can become a good life. Like that's those habits and those, those uh, behaviors that can be, that can be your thing. Like every time you try to start something, then you get into this resistance mode or you get into this pushing mode and you don't find accomplishment. Well, that's the problem.
0: Yeah. Well, but one of the things that I have written down here is endurance. And so thinking mm-hmm. about the scripture that says, um, run the race with endurance, the race that's been set out for you and then mm-hmm. keep your eye on the heavenly prize but I think that there's a difference between in building endurance Mm -hmm. and like pushing and it being right. Right. And, and so talking, thinking about like those little habits and building up good habits um, of like positivity and rest and um, controlling your thoughts and being disciplined to do what you said that you're going to do and staying committed to what you're going to do. And I think that really looking at those kind of like two different things, like one is just a a circle of destruction of Mm -hmm. pushing and ego and negative thoughts and negative talk. And then you have this whole other circle of like, it's all the positive things that, that are still work. They still are things that need to be done and you need to show up for, but it's, Mm -hmm. it's just like one is right and one is wrong, you know?
1: Right. Right. Well, and I think when you, um, when you start to pick up on your own behavior, you'll spend some time doing both of those for the, for a long time, you know, you'll, you'll recognize some negative things and you'll go, Hmm, why do I do that? And then as you start to pick up on those things, you'll become more and more self-aware. You become so self-aware that when you're out of alignment, you, you feel like I did on Friday where you're just like, I feel sad. Why do I feel sad? Oh, now I'm crying. Great. I have to go to the grocery store, get a grip, <laughs> you know, get a grip on yourself. What is wrong with you? And then, yeah. you know, you realize that you're tired. You've yeah. been pushing yourself too much, but it's like, like I said, I, I just threw up my hands and said, I don't know what's wrong with me. And that's okay. Yeah. Because I, I've real, I, the, the point is that I noticed something is wrong. Yeah. And to not keep pushing.
0: Yeah. You allowed yourself to feel. So if somebody taught me this where instead of ch- letting the feelings chase you and you're just mm-hmm. trying to ignore them and you're just pushing mm-hmm. forward mm-hmm. is to stop and feel mm-hmm. and then ask yourself questions so that you're revealing like, how do I feel? Why? Right. What do I need? What, right. And, and then once you start to kind of curiously, Look at it from a different way instead of running from it, then you can actually start to make decisions that are going to help you to to get to where you can heal from that. Because you're in pain, you know, you're you're experiencing yeah. pain and discomfort. And I think that there is a level of discomfort when you're growing, which is that opposition point that you're in right now. And I mm-hmm. too, um, but we have to kind of discern because I have to keep asking myself when I get to these places. I ask myself am I allowing fear to stop me? Am I afraid of the unknown? Am I afraid of failure? Is there, is there some kind of fear and that's what's stopping me and that's the opposition or Mm -hmm. do I actually have a need that I'm not allowing? Like, do I need to write Do I need clarity? Do I need, you know, to, to get help? Am Mm -hmm. I stuck Because I need somebody else. Mm -hmm. I need to be encouraged. You right. know what? What is it? Do I need more of the flow? Do I need to tap back into God because I've got? Do, so yeah. <laughs> Do I need chocolate? Yeah. Do I need? I definitely nap? ask myself that a lot. <laughs> Do I need chocolate? <laughs> Normally the answer is yes, but the answer trying, is usually yes for me. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying, trying to. Um, I know. Fill up with. I other, should be a good
1: influence on you.
0: No, but you know, like I have more of a problem with that. Like I give into that probably way more often than you do. But, um, so one thing that I put in my notes is I said that we have along the journey as we're going, we have to stay alert. That is because we don't want to get complacent. I think that sometimes we can get busy in the doing and we're not being intentional with Mm -hmm. things that we're doing or staying alert and like checking in with yourself. And this Mm -hmm. is something that I found for me when I actually made my goals work and got to the end of things is checking in with myself on a regular basis and being like, okay, let's celebrate how far I've come. Let's look at where we need to go and what, what is still, is the plan that we originally had working Mm -hmm. and do I need to shift gears a little bit? Is there something that's missing? Or like, I like how you pointed out, or does this need to be thrown out because it no longer fits because things have shifted and changed. And so I think that really having check-ins along the way, so having like what you were pointing out, guideposts, things to, to give you support, to help you to check in with yourself, either just a sounding post or whatever that is in your life that's supportive. So we have the guidepost, we have checkpoints we are checking in and it's like, are we here is where we are at right now. Is this getting us to where we want to go? Are we on the right path? Right. And, and then I'm thinking like, we need the celebration points Do We need the small little goals set up to like celebrate along the way. What is the fun things along the way right. that are going to help us to feel the victory before we get to the actual victory? How are we celebrating?
1: Right. Okay. This makes me think of my list. Cause I feel lost without a list, Mm -hmm. very much a list person. So it's like on my list are the things that, you know, I'm focused on doing that are, that are on my goal list. You know, like these are the pieces that I'm working on today. And, and what I started doing was limiting my time on them. So I don't burn myself out on a specific task or get distracted on a specific task. So that really helps me even to the point of, I have a fun list, you know, so when I need a break, like this is something fun you can do. I know that sounds ridiculous, but if no, I, I have that. to inject those things into my day sometimes because it is work.
0: Yeah. Or if you're you don't having like one of those days, like where you're not thinking as clearly or you're right. not feeling well, it's like, what is something light or that's easy for me that I can work on that's still moving me forward, but right. It doesn't, it's not going to, you know, require as much of me or
1: whatever. Right. Cause I tend to be all work, a very strong work ethic. Yeah. So I have to be careful to just not get out of balance and just kick mm-hmm. back and have some fun. Yeah. Um,
0: we need dose you know, of play and fun.
1: Absolutely. That's what, That's really what keeps fun. you in
0: balance. Yeah. So I like to call it, um, how do we stay empowered? Right. So I like that having that list of things that can still be things that you do but they're just so easy for you, you enjoy them, they're fun, they're lighthearted or you right.
1: you know, I have a dinner plan on there. I just I'm always thinking of, you know, if I don't map out my day, in the be- at, at the beginning of my day, if I don't map out kind of like a general idea of what I'm going to do, I'm not intentional, and when I'm not intentional, I don't feel accomplished. Yeah. Um I need that structure and Something that I've been doing for a long time and that has really, really helped me is I write down the positive actions that I've taken at the bottom of my list. And I also write down just amazing things that happened because if you're not recording those things or what I noticed is that when I record those things, I mean, I'm much happier because I'm focusing on those things. So if what you focus on expands, then you need to focus on the good stuff and capturing what I've accomplished because if I don't feel accomplished, like last week, I didn't feel accomplished. Well, there was a couple days last week, I didn't even have a plan. So it's like, I just have to work on my book. I just have to get this finished. And I'm just going to sit here until it's done. Well, that's way out of balance, which led me to feeling so much unhappiness on Friday.
0: Oh, that is so that happens to me all the time, too. So that's why it's important to kind of have some kind of tracking some kind of way to say, I did this, like how many words right. you doing, some kind of measurement around. Right. And I had to start doing that too, because when you're working on a big vision, there's so many things still left to do because even when you're done with your book, there's still the marketing. So it, it's like never ending, you know? Right. Um, I started having to at night I would just open up a note and I would just write in there the three things that I did today to move myself forward so that I could mm-hmm. acknowledge those and I could write right. those and just right. myself because mm-hmm. I was feeling all this angst and frustration about like I it doesn't matter what I got done today because I'm still so far away right
1: It's and that whole, that whole thinking about what you haven't done instead of thinking about what you have. Yeah. And it's the same with, uh, you know, your self-esteem or your self-confidence. Most of the time, people who don't have good self-confidence or self-esteem are thinking about the things they're not, they're not thinking about the things they are. So you have to shift into that positive mode of record. That's how I do it is recording it. Like writing it down is my tool for showing myself that this is what I've done. This is this is what I did. I'm so proud of myself, you know, that I did this, 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 and this, and oh my gosh, that was amazing. That was an amazing breakthrough. And then, oh, so-and-so told me this, you know, or, you know, I, there was like a surprise in the middle of the day or something like that. I write those things down, um, because that's how I manifest more of that stuff. And when it's time to quit and it's time to cook dinner, that's how I unplug is by knowing that this is what I did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you're also giving yourself that finite, like I stop at five, I'm not going to just go right. till midnight. Because I work from home, I could work all day long, nonstop. And and I do enjoy, you know, the work, I enjoy what I'm working toward. And so right. I can justify it telling myself I had this period where I was working every single day from eight o'clock in the morning till twelve at night, you know, midnight, and I I was even telling myself back in the past this wasn't ever good for you. You always reach a burnout stage when you're right. working like this. And I kept just telling myself like quarantine's going to be over and I only have so much time to get this stuff done and I just want to plow through it and and then I paid the price because then I got really disempowered and low because I wasn't yeah. taking enough downtime.
1: You know, we tell ourselves lies that we've been taught in yeah. this society that, you know, you got to work harder. Sometimes you just have to put in a little extra effort. Sometimes you have to just put in a little overtime. That, that's not true because you are one person and there's only so much that you can do in a day and you deserve to eat dinner and you deserve to sleep a good night's, you know, you deserve a good night's rest. I don't know why we do that, but I, every once in a while I do that. I'm like, yeah. I'm just going to work late. I'm, I'm in a groove. I'm going to get so much done. No.
0: Well, it's it's scientifically proven that after so many hours of work then you're yeah. really less productive and efficient and all of that. Mm. You're working, but it's not as good as if you were in an empowered state doing something for three hours instead of in a disempowered state trying to do something for eight hours. And so exactly. I definitely have to always remember that and then stay tuned into how I'm feeling. So Yeah. And so I know that I always have to know talking about in the, basically what needs to be present in order for you to get to the finish of something. Mm -hmm. There has to be a vision you have to know what you're working toward. There needs to be an end goal, right? You need to be very, very clear. And I think that you also need to know the benefits of what it is that you're going to get out of that end goal. Like what is, Mm -hmm. what is the thing that is, going to be the benefit of that because sometimes we set a goal or we're doing something, but we're not really able to focus on the things that will empower us. Like what, what are we going to get out of this?
1: Right. You start going, why do I, why am I even doing this? (laughs) Yeah. And then (laughs) your classic question. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And so you really have to be very aware of like, what is it that you're going to get out of it? What are the benefits? How are you going to feel so that you can really focus on when you get weary again, what is that win going to feel like? Mm-hmm. Um, and that's so, I th- I for sure think that that's the big, big, important thing. Like, what's that going to feel like? I remember I had a big goal and it was what I was going to get out of it at the end is to be able to have enough cash to go to Disney world and that vision of Disney world and what that was going to feel like and be like, mm-hmm. and how I was going to be able to give that to my kids, like carried me through so many right. tasks that I didn't want to do. And so don't you think it's
1: interesting how many women are able to lose weight before their wedding day? Right. because <laughs> That is like as the most parent. classic goal of all time, but it's like, Oh, I've never been able to successfully lose weight. I've never been successful with a diet in my life, but for the wedding day, I can do it. Yeah. Cause they're envisioning that moment, that goal yeah. that day. So it's like, that's very powerful. Yeah. That reward
0: is so true. And I think that, really coming into things, knowing like you're not going to know everything that it's going to require and really being open to growth. Right. There's going to be things that you come up against that you didn't even know that you didn't know that you needed to know. And, and so we have to be willing to sometimes color outside the lines of, of that trajectory that we were on. And sometimes right. we have to stop and take a step back and learn something. Cause sometimes I get frustrated when I don't know something that now I need to it's a, it's a fine balance of now I have to stop and take time to learn this. I'm all yeah. anxious about like, ah, oh, I have to learn this. I, I have to watch this video. This five minute it's video like, feels right. like a lifetime. And I
1: it's like, well, now I have to figure out how to do this so I can do right. the next thing. Right.
0: And, and then I'm like getting distracted while instead of just really focusing in on the video and it takes me longer because I'm not really paying attention because I'm frustrated that I have to like do this yeah. thing that I didn't have in my plan. But right. it's also like we were talking about, we also have to be careful not to get off task too much because right. you could say, oh, I'm going to get off on this bunny trail if I need to know how to do this. So then instead of learning the one thing that you need to move you forward, you're going to now master this whole other thing over here because it intrigued you or... Yeah. Me,
1: and me defined right now.
0: Yeah, and I actually <laughs> had to tell myself that I am trying to create some, I'm going to start YouTube and do some new things. And I found myself continuing to listen to podcasts and trainings. And what it was doing was it was giving me too many other new ideas, Yeah. I was getting off on bunny trails. And I kind of had came to a point where I was like, you know what? I'm not going to try to learn anything else unless I'm stuck. And I'm going to just mm-hmm. go with what I know. And right. what I'm going to do is, I'm going to fill up on like sermons or mm-hmm. things of God mm-hmm. and read things of God instead of like getting new ideas. Right. Cause I'm such an idea person that it's constantly you love happening.
1: that. I, I have to tell myself I'm not doing that right now. Yeah. Like literally. And I, I have to look at my list and I have to remind myself like that's not on my list. You know, that's a good idea. That's not on my list. That's not on my, this week's goals. Like, what are you, what am, what have I done today that is taking me toward my goal? It doesn't matter, you know, and I'm not saying that we don't have things come up that we need to take care of because we do, but what have I done today? What positive actions have I taken today (laughs) that are propelling me towards my goal? Because that's all that matters. I, um, when I had my cleaning business and, um, it was, you know, I was in the, the real heart of the success of it. I coached someone who wanted to do what I was doing and I was trying to help her. She already had her business, but I was trying to help her, you know, become more successful. And, you know, I was telling her that she needed to look at her money every single day and she was like every day. And I'm like, you're trying to make money, right? Like this is, I'm telling you why I'm successful because I look at my money every single day and." basically what I was doing was I was checking in with my goals every single day I need this much money how much money did I create today how much money did I put on the calendar today because that was my only goal that was my only goal and I created that habit you know out of necessity but it was good it was a good lesson and I told her and I'm sure I've read this on the internet but it was like if you're not making I told her I'm like if you're not making up Profit every single day, you have a hobby, Mm -hmm. and she was like, Oh, that's not good. And I'm like, Yeah, are you doing this for fun? There's nobody out here who cleans for other people for fun. Yeah, so I and I enjoy cleaning, I like to clean, but when you're cleaning for work, it's hard work. It, It really resonated with her, it resonated with me just saying it out loud because I was being reminded of why I was so successful. Yeah. Because I, this was not a hobby. Yeah, and you know? you so staying
0: focused on that, like one, the task that was going to get you to your goal. And right, so, um, one thing that I learned, um, which I use all the time, is like when you first start something, before you even start something, mind dump all the things that you think that you need to do, and then you take that mind dump and then you put it into categories, and so you have mm-hmm. different categories, and then you pick three tasks that you're going to be focusing on that you think are going to move you forward right now. Like what are the three things I need to do right now? And then you stay focused on those three things until you get them done. Mm -hmm. And so I, if you could picture this, once you have it in these categories, you might have like seven or eight different categories of things. You have your three things highlighted that you're going to be focusing on. And those are the tasks that are going to move you forward and Mm -hmm. basically you don't stop from those tasks. So if we get stuck, then we can learn what we need to learn, but we don't allow ourselves to go on to all those other things until, and so then you're going in like a sequence and you're planning it out and it gives you that roadmap. And that is how I
1: got my course done. Narrowing it down because it's just too much. It was so um,
0: many, 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 many parts. And even with your book, like there's so many moving parts. There's a whole other section of marketing and all the different pieces. And so I would be trying to distract myself with doing the fun thing all the time. Right. Whereas if I just knew that that was how I was knowing that I was moving forward, I was doing the Mm -hmm. next three most important tasks and I was going to get those done. And then once I got that done, I can add another one. And I, as long as I always had three going, now I could switch in between those three. Right. I needed to be working on those. Just
1: a way to hone your focus. Yeah. When I had a, um, when, When I was selling real estate and I had a real estate coach, she told me, you know, master one system and then add another one. Um, And I realized why I had had such a hard time in real estate was because there were so many systems and I was trying to do a whole bunch of different things and I was doing them all poorly. So there's so much to be said for doing one thing and doing it very, very well and then adding things into it and getting good at those things, too. Um, because you can't, you, you just can't do everything well. So you have to choose some things, you yeah. know, and then as you get more established, you know, maybe you can outsource some of the things you're not good at, but in the beginning you have to be able to do the things that, you know, that yeah. it's going to take.
0: Yeah. And you're going to have to maybe put in the due diligence and even mm-hmm. take a little longer than, you know, and, and this was my problem is I was trying to switch tasks so much in a day where it was like, I'm going right. to do a of this, a little of that, a little of that, mm-hmm. a And what was wrong with that is that I wasn't getting proficient at any of it. And by the time I came back to that other little, your
1: brain is like, what are you doing? I
0: have to reteach myself that all over instead of, that is one blessing that this time has been being stuck at home is it's given me time to work on something for like a six hour stretch. And it was thing in six hours, I got really good at that, at like understanding how that system worked and doing that thing. And um, so that is working in batches of things and staying focused on one thing for a period of time. um, What I
1: think what you're, as you're talking, it made me think of something, you know, we need to do what works, not what we like. You know, if, if this is working and I'm good at it, like this works for me, I've gotten customers from this and I'm good at it and I love it. Do that Mm -hmm. instead of, these other three things that are like, oh, this is cool. This is a great idea. I, this is neat. I want to, I want to play with this. I think this could be really powerful. It doesn't matter because this works. Yeah. Like, go back right to here evidence. and maximizing on those things that work for you. Like the systems that are in place that work for you, you need to focus your energy there. Um, and yeah, it just, again, distractions, distractions, distractions everywhere. Oh, yeah. And and if you have a goal and you're trying to finish those distractions, it's just like somebody is just throwing things at you and you're like, oh, let me, you know, and you, you're dodging them and sometimes you're picking them up and it's like examining. them. Oh, what is this? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, um, oh, I'm yeah, on this we website. To- How did I even get here? Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah for sure. But I think um, to kind of get to a wrap up here, unless you have something else, I just want to reiterate and then you could say what you want to for closing or if there's something else you want to bring up. But really, once we we know that we have to have that blueprint, we need to know like what are um, what are we going to go to for support the guidepost? Where are the stopping points where we know like this is a win, you know, what are those measuring things that we can have the small little wins and the goals to keep us motivated and going? Because if you, if you're never having a win, you're going to get really discouraged and knowing when you need to take a break, when you need to back off and, and stop pushing, checking in with yourself, celebrating the things that you've won on And, and just on a daily basis, having gratitude and and positive thoughts and, and writing those down. I love that capturing those positive things that are happening along the way to remind you that this hasn't all just been pain. You know, like they're right. having really good things because our mind is very negative focused. It always wants to remember the pain more than it remembers the goodness. And so we have to all training in mind. And then I was thinking, you know, now we get to that place where we have to really hit a little bit of opposition. We have to keep pushing through the opposition to get, it's called the, there's somebody out there that calls it the terror barrier where uh-huh. we have to face that the unknown, the new, the, the thing that the beyond Mm -hmm. you're, you know, beyond, you've never been to this point before where you can get to now go beyond it. Right. And, And so when we get there, then we know that we back off when we're pushing, we pay attention to ourselves. We give ourselves love. We stay connected to the flow and make sure that we're in rhythm and flow with God and, and stay connected to the vine, encouraging ourselves, treating ourselves, So is there anything else that you can, now that you're kind of in that, like, what are you going to do to get through it?
1: Yeah, I think the most, just something that I could say in closing, um, it doesn't, it doesn't flow exactly well with what you just asked me, but you know, I wrote this down. You can never really say you did it if you didn't finish. Right. And to me, that's powerful because I like that sense of accomplishment and, whether you're working on a resume, I've been working on a resume lately, why I don't know? It's one day I was like, I should write a resume, <laughs> which I haven't done in like forever, you know, but it was just kind of a way to look at my accomplishments and see where I was at in my life, and um that really made me think about what I'd completed. What have you done? Nobody cares about what you started. Yeah. Nobody cares. Well, I went to school for a little while well, I started a book or I, this, or I, that, you know, I thought about doing that one time. Nobody cares. Yeah. Nobody cares. So whether you are working for yourself or working for someone else, you have to finish. So you can actually be able to say that you did that thing. Yeah. And also if you are expecting other people to buy into your brand or drink your Kool-Aid, as I call it, you can't be a very good example if you're telling them to do something that you're not able to do. Yeah. I you so mm-hmm. while we're all a work in progress and, and we, are, we can all be an example exactly where we are right now, if you want to be a good example, you know, even to your kids, you have to finish. You want them to finish. So, you know, I thought that was a good point because it's like, I want people to buy into my brand. Yeah. You know, it can't all be show yeah it has to be real. it has to be it has to be all the way through. you have to go all the way through,
0: yeah, and this reminds me of a story of so when I was in boot camp and I had chose to go and you've been through boot camp, so you know right, and I was in an intense um session, I'd gotten trouble and had been sent to i t and um they were exercising us, and I'm slipping in my sweat and i'm crying, and i'm like this is the worst, and so the whole time in my mind. I'm like thinking about how much this sucks. I like, hate this. I want to quit. But then I kind of had to come to a place of like, but are you going to quit? Cause either you're going to quit or you're going to get through this. And I kind of had to come to a place where I, in my mind, I said, I'm not quitting. So whatever it's going to take, I'm going to just, I'm going to do it. And it was like this place of surrender that I surrendered to the process. And I remember like this release. So I went from like, pushing and anger and restriction. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden when I surrendered and I made the decision that I was not going to quit and I was going to finish and that wasn't an option for me, then I just had like this surrender. And you know, from then on out, it was not hard at all. I right. surrendered and I just like, was like, I'm here. What it? What an do? awesome what story. Yeah.
1: yeah and you, you, in that moment, you found out what you were made of. And that's what hard stuff is all about.
0: Yeah. And I also recommitted and I decided Mm -hmm. I'm not quitting. So whatever, whatever it's going to take, I'm up for it. And I stopped resisting. And Mm -hmm. the moment I let go of that resistance, then it became easy. And then once it became easy, it was easy to get to the finish because I wasn't creating my own resistance. So I think sometimes it just takes that surrender to I'm finishing this. I'm not quitting. And Like the commitment to it of like,
1: whatever it takes. I can do it. I'm going to do it. I don't know. I'm going to do it. I I say that to me. I told my son that I was like, you know, I have to hype myself up every day. Yeah. Pretty much. Like I'm doing this. Yeah. There's things I don't know, but I'm doing this Yeah. and it's going to go well and I'm going to be successful. And it is. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, making that decision. And when it's easy, when you're in that mode and when you are on the other side of that, it's not. Yeah. When you're in that struggle of, Oh my gosh, what? I I don't know. Like, I just can't do this. This sucks. I I don't know if I can do it. And then like you had that shift of that decision.
0: Yeah. And so really that's like a a state of being unmotivated and we all get that when you lose your motivation and now it's kind of like, you either can press on like and
1: <laughs> brief, in the military, know. they motivated you. They motivate yeah. you <laughs> out. It's external motivation uh, yeah. to get you maybe to that I point.
0: Did that. They did, but that didn't really work for me. So I had to like come to a place <laughs> for myself, but what I'll do, is I'll connect this sheet that I made. That's like what to do when you're not motivated. Like it's basically yeah. like, what can you do? How can you check in with yourself? Um, and what are the things that you can do? Cause maybe it's that you're checking in with yourself and it's like, okay, I need to renew. I need to empower right. Maybe it's that I'm stuck. I don't know how to do this. I need to learn something. Maybe I need to ask for help. And like, there's different little things that you can kind of ask yourself. So I'll attach that to this and that might help some people. But, um, I so appreciate like our conversations and like your perspective. And I always love like just the banter that we get into and the fun that we get to have together. So I so appreciate like your mind and your wisdom. And I love that we go on this journey because, so many people want to write and they want to have that under their belt of like, I, I did this and I've been there right. where I wrote a Bible study. And I mean, I cried my way through the last few right. chapters because I had way bitten off more than I could chew. Right. Um, but I did it, you know, and now I can, I can hold you that can up say and that say, that I, I wrote a Bible yeah. study
1: at 30. Oh, yeah. you know, it's like six weeks, six week Bible study. And you know, books are, that's a living thing. That's a living piece of you that will never go away. Yeah. And that, that, is motivating to me too. Cause I'm like, wow, my kids can actually pick this up. Yeah. My okay. grandkids can pick this up. Yeah. Not absolutely. the one that I can't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Like> a, yeah. <laughs>
0: um, I have like a, um, it's just like this pretty box with a lid on it. And in it, I have, a, I was featured in a network marketing movie. So I uh-huh. have that DVD disc. Uh-huh. That I, a book that I was a contributing author to, the, um, from pain to purpose. I have that mm-hmm. in there. I have my Bible study in there. So it's kind of like this this little box. I also keep all the nice notes that people give me of oh, like uh-huh. I made on so it's kind of like my happy box. And so uh uh-huh. the other day I just happened to open it and look through it and I was like, That's pretty cool. I did all, yeah. that, you know. So I have I, stuff I, like that too. Yeah. And I'm like, hmm, has pretty a, accomplished. Yeah, exactly. We <laughs> gotta celebrate what we have already done, and we can also right back to those accomplishments to give us the juice that we need to finish now because we can remind ourselves we've conquered something before. We can conquer this. We can move forward. We can finish strong. And I think that that's the best way to finish is don't finish when you're like so out of energy, when you have Mm -hmm. nothing left to give where you're almost resentful of that project, like finish strong, like finish in energy. It's okay to like stop and have to take a breath and renew to and refocus but, you know, finish strong where it feels good, you know? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Really great. Well,
0: somebody's mowing the lawn, so this is perfect.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Fantastic. Isn't it so fun to hear all these noises? I was riding the other day and I was, I was in the zone and I was feeling so good and they were mowing and trimming and blowing and it was
0: just so loud. I was like, "Oh my god, I, it's I can't do this yeah. right now." <laughs> For, sure. For sure, you know. But uh, it's funny because when people record podcasts, like in New York and stuff, you hear like garbage trucks, being yeah. like horns. It's so yeah. Funny. So <laughs> I guess we can handle the lawnmower. So oh, anyway, yeah, all definitely. right. Well, we'll we'll do this again and we'll talk all soon. Right. I'll stop awesome. recording. Bye. Bye.